Yes, hello. So glad you're joining me today. Welcome to Ground in His Glory podcast. I'm Kimberly, and I am so thankful that you have tuned in today, found this podcast, and push the play button on it. Thank you for joining in the conversation with me today. Man, I just want to declare this is the day that the Lord has made. We're rejoicing. We're glad in it. And um, we just we, we rejoice in it. This is the day that he has made. And we are so thankful that he has given us this day to share, to have breath, to walk. And maybe you are saying, um, Kimberly, this is the most awfulest day of my life. Well, let me just tell you that he can take anything and turn it around. (laughs) He can take anything and he can turn it around. And, you know, in these podcasts, our major um, emphasis, our major emphasis, result that we want to see is that you ladies come away with knowing you are valuable, that you find your identity in Christ and you walk fully in his purpose and his plan for your life. Amen. And so I just want to encourage you today that you are unique. You're uniquely His. He made you. He formed you. He fashioned you. And um, you are His. <laughs> Let me just declare that again. You are His. And um, He formed you. And He fashioned you. He did that even before you were in your mother's womb. And sometimes that's really hard for our natural mind to um, just you know, comprehend, grasp. But I just want your spirit today to be encouraged and know for sure, yes, for sure, that this is the day and um, that he has made and you are going to rejoice. You're going to be glad in it. And he loves you. He created you. He formed you. He fashioned you. And, um, Praise the Lord. We're going to get right back into our conversation today. That was just kind of a little um, appetizer. And um, I just want you to know that we're going to continue on in our conversation. We've been talking about our value. Wow. How valuable we are. And just as I was encouraging you with that little appetizer, um, he formed you. And I can't say that enough. I know I've repeated it several times already in our just few minutes, but I just want to remind you again, he formed you and he fashioned you before you were even in your mother's womb. And so when we look at things in our life and we see a fault, we see something that we're not um, striving to the fullest end, um, we're, we just see an area that we need to change. Sometimes it's so easy to focus on that instead of focusing on 
the very fact that he formed us so he knows us, so he will equip us. He will equip us. And we can't strive. We don't have to strive in our own self. When we relax and allow the Holy Spirit to really lead us and guide us into all truth, and when we choose to um, look at and press towards the mark of his high calling, and scripture says he will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, which means that we have to continue to, to um, strive every single day a lot of times every minute of the day, um, sometimes maybe you've got a little bit more victory than you had just a few minutes ago. Well, don't give up and don't allow the enemy to dis- d- just, you know, just keep you down. No, we press and we yield to the Holy Spirit. We allow the Holy Spirit to do the work. Does that mean that we have to, um, in the natural, do things? Yes. When the Holy Spirit says do it, then we must do it. But we don't strive in our own natural state. We, When we make a choice to step into the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, oh my goodness, that's where we strive. And that's where we live in that stream of flow of living waters. We live in his presence. We are like a tree planted by the streams of living waters. We strive no more. And we thrive fully when we are planted by the streams of living water. That means that we have to make a conscious choice to say, I choose to walk in the Spirit. I choose to live in the Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me live in your Spirit. Live with your help. Live in the very presence of my Father. Jesus paid a price so I could have that. And you know, then we relax and allow are natural to continue to line up with the supernatural because we can strive all day long. I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life that I have needed to do something and I have tried to do it in my flesh. And it wasn't until I totally yielded to the spirit and said, okay, Holy Spirit, I can't do this in my flesh. I can only do this with your help, and I am asking for your help, and I am thanking you for your help. You know, then he he's so gracious. He's so kind. He just says, okay, here you go. And he leads and guides us into truth. It completely changes our life in this situation. Hello. Okay, so we're going to continue to talk today about our value, and um, we've we're we're still on this 
And um, I'm just thankful that the Holy Spirit is helping us. And if this is helping you, I am just encouraging you to um, just share this with someone else. Um, Share the podcast. Um, Send it to a couple of friends and Facebook Messenger when you see a new broadcast or share a link or if one particular one helps you. Just share it. Um, help me get the word out um, for these conversations. And uh, I know that with that, the, the Lord is just going to continue to to help us and to grow us. Amen. We're going to talk today um, out of Psalms. And, and I really, I, I want us to really go back to our value and our value being rooted in our righteousness. Okay, so we're going to talk about righteousness today. And what is righteousness? I mean, I'm, I know some of you may be, you know, shouting out at me, come on, shout out me, shout out at me. Um, what is righteousness? But we're looking at righteousness. The definition is the quality or state of being righteous. Righteous, 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 righteous. Oh, my goodness. When we live in a place of our true understanding out of gross self-centeredness, neither reveres God nor respects man. The Bible describes the righteous person as just or right, holding to God and trusting in him. Okay, so that's just kind of, I mean, the definition behavior that is morally justifiable or right. Such behavior is characterized by by, um, accepted standards of moral morality, um, justice, virtue, uprightness. Okay, so here we go. When our value is placed from a place that we know there is morality, there is justice, there is virtue, and there is uprightness, how does that change our thinking about our value? Now, um, I want to just really kind of line upon line go through a couple of things here in a couple of Psalms. So I'm going to look in Psalms 112 and and I want us just to kind of it's not a real long um, Psalms. It's actually 10 verses, but it's power packed. And I'm going to read it from a couple of different translations and um, just to kind of expound it. Okay. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation and riches shall be in his house and his righteousness endureth forever. 
Upon the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man soweth favor and lendeth. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Hello. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. Wow. He hath dispersed, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness endureth forever, his horn shall be exalted with honor, the wicked shall see it and be grieved, he shall gnash with his teeth and melt away, the desire of the wicked shall perish." Wow. Hello. Now, um, here's here's a couple of um, different translations. Praise you, the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Now, Here's the amplified of that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is the man who fears, reveres and worships the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments, his spirit, his spiritual offspring His spiritual offspring shall be mighty upon earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Prosperity and wealth are in his house and his righteousness endures forever. Now, here's the basic translation. A store of wealth will be in his house. The TLB is he himself shall be wealthy. The Knox There is affluence and prosperity in his household. Okay, so I just want to go back and and we're going to go back over into the um, passion translation of this as well, because there's a couple things here that I want us to connect. Our value is not based in um, an economic state. Our value is not based in um, a monetary position in which that we live. Our value is actually placed in the very foundation of righteousness of of our creator himself who created us, who formed and fashioned us. That is where our value comes from. That is where our value must, um, the taproot must be from. That is the very foundation. So let's just say we're struggling with something and we see a lack in our life 
And we immediately put that lack, we associate that lack with our value. Well, so what is the enemy going to do? He's going to constantly tell us what we don't have or what we need to change or what we need to um, adjust to get what he's portraying as a place of value for us to be established from. But when we look at that our very, very righteousness itself comes from our creator and our very righteousness is is right, our our right way of, of being and doing. And and so when we're not striving for righteousness, but we are tapped into righteousness and it flows from heaven the very throne of heaven it flows and we operate from that flow it totally radically changes our way of thinking now i'm going to say that again ladies because so much of the time our righteousness the enemy has hijacked it and it it comes from a place, quote unquote, of how we look, how we feel, what we have, who we who we're, we're married to, what our kids are doing or not doing. All of those things do not define our righteousness or our value. Our value solely comes from our creator. And when we have that revelation and explosion in our heart, and then it's, it's so um, in our heart that it can't be shaken, it can't be taken, then every single thing has to line up with that very flow from heaven. And I, I, I just want to encourage us again, don't allow your circumstances, your feelings, relationships to say you're righteous or you're valuable. Those do not define you. What defines you is your creator. Now I'm going to read um, Psalms 112 in the Passion Translation. And um, we'll kind of look a little bit more into this. And then I want to go to one other Psalms um, before our time is up. Shout in celebration of praise to the Lord. Everyone who loves the Lord and delights in him will cherish his words and be blessed beyond expectation. Okay, so let's let's just stop right here. If we truly love the Lord and Jesus is our Lord and our Savior, there is no place but to be blessed beyond expectation by our Creator. Hello. Okay, so let's go on to verse two. Their descendants will be prosperous and influential. 
every generation of his godly lovers will experience his favor. Okay, so what does that mean when when you're looking at a situation with a child and that child is no way, shape or form walking with the Lord? They've they've in fact, they have they're a prodigal. They have completely left um, the house. They've left relationship. What does that mean? How can how can this verse be true? Well, I'm here to tell you it's true because of the righteousness and the value that your creator placed upon you and on your descendants from generation to generation to generation. And so what does that mean? That means we as women can trust that those that we birth, natural or spiritual, that it doesn't matter what it looks like. They're coming back into the fullness. And this is a great scripture to stand on. Thank you, Lord. My descendants will be prosperous, influential. Every generation of God, uh, will be godly lovers they'll experience his favor hello you just declare it you speak it over your family okay here we go verse three great blessing and wealth fills the house of the wise for their integrity endures forever okay so here's two things integrity is connected to being wise it's wisdom Integrity is wisdom. In other words, we have to keep our word and be full of integrity. Hello to our own hurt. And sometimes that's not real easy, is it? Sometimes that is like, well, if you say to your kids, um, (laughs) oh boy, here I hear this. Um, If you tell your, your, your children, I'm going to do this, then you better do it. Whether that's good or bad, hello, whether that means taking them to the park, buying them something or giving them correction, hello, because we're only as good as our word, our integrity, our integrity, our integrity. And you know, um, maybe that means you've um, given your husband your word. Oh, <laughs> anybody giving your husband your word and then you're so exhausted or so tired or you just don't see how you can get it done. Well, you do the best of your ability to get it done. And then you just say, honey, I really messed up. Please forgive me. And then you learn from that and you try to do your best the next time, right? We're not looking for perfection, but we are looking for a pursuit of pressing towards the mark. Okay. Hello. Hope somebody is listening and getting something from this. I know I am. (laughs) Okay. Verse four, even if darkness overtakes them. Sunrise brilliance will come bursting through because they are gracious to others. So tender and true. Huh? A gentle, a gentle. (laughs) Another place in Proverbs talks about a gentle speech. Whoa. Hello. 
And, you know, I laugh about this because every time I talk about this or my kids are, they're not kids, my young men. Thank you. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, Dan. Um, But my young men, bless their hearts, because every time I talk about this or connect this, um, this (laughs) scripture about, you know, speaking kindly and not harshly and they're gracious, you know, being gracious and true, the guys always tease and they say, well, yeah, we always knew we were in trouble when mom started whispering because I was determined because I had been um, in a home where yelling was commonplace that I was not going to raise my voice at my children. And I may get passionate about something, but I'm not going to raise my voice out of a place of anger and so, or frustration. And so I, I would, um, I'd tell them one time in a normal tone. And if I didn't get the response I wanted to, I normally would uh, say it one more time in a softer tone. And then if I still did not get response, I would start whispering. And they would have to really then pay attention to what I was saying. They knew they still laugh about it because they always say, you know, we knew we were in in big trouble when mom started whispering. She didn't have to yell. She just started whispering and we knew, uh-oh, we better pay attention. Well, it's the still small voice that we can listen for, that we can receive from. And um, so, hello. Okay. Verse five, and I don't know that I'm going to get through all of these in the next couple minutes, but um, life is good for the one who is generous and charitable, conducting affairs with honesty and truth. Just a little part of a white lie or a little bit of mistruth is mistruth. It's a lie. Truth is what sets us free. And truth is something that when we look at truth, we can rely on it. We can, when someone's truthful with you, even if they say something that is not um, flattering, or it's not something necessarily we want to hear, truth always sets free. And so the more that we can be at all cost full of truth, now the better, the, the, the more, um, gracious, the more, um, the Holy Spirit reveals. Hello. And we're still talking about our value. We're still talking about a place of righteousness. Value, value, righteousness, truth, truth. It's the truth, his truth, the truth of the word 
is what sets us free. So if we see it in the word, we can have it. We can see it as truth and we can we can take it. We can take hold of it. And maybe it doesn't change overnight. And maybe it takes a a, a a working that truth in our life to completely set us free. But if we seek truth, we will seek to be free. Amen. Okay. Verse six, their circumstances will never shake them and others will never forget their example. So we'll be known righteousness. We're talking about righteousness, truth. Hello. They will not live in fear or dread of what may come for their hearts are firm, ever secure in their faith. So we can trust him. We can trust our relationship with the Lord. We can trust our relationship. We can trust him. He is so trustworthy and we can look and we can be secure in our faith because that's that's our relationship with him. Verse um, eight, steady and strong. They will not be afraid, but will calmly face their ever foe until they all go down in defeat. So in other words, we're not fearful. We're not intimidated. We walk boldly in our relationship with the Lord because of our place of righteousness and knowing our value through that righteousness. Never stinging and always generous. I'm sorry. Never stingy and always generous to those in need. Their lives of influence and honor will never be forgotten for they were full of good deeds. That means when we are living in a place of knowing our value, rooted and grounded in righteousness, we are just natural givers. Because we're not afraid of having to get, 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 get. No, we're freely giving, giving, giving what we've received. Amen. Okay, here we go. But the wicked take one look at a life lived like this. And they grit their teeth in anger, not understanding their bliss. The wicked slink away speechless in the darkness that fails, where hope dies and all their dreams fade away to nothing, nothing at all. So when we live in a place of righteousness, what happens to the wicked? What happens to them? When we really know our right standing, our righteousness with our Heavenly Father, when we know it, there is no question. No, no question. What happens to the wicked? They go speechless into the darkness. In other words, they fade away and our focus is not on them. Our response is not based on them. Our response is based on our position in Christ. 
And, you know, I know our time is over. It's, oh, my goodness, it's so quick how these times, are, these conversations, I just feel like I, I'm getting into some things and boom, time is Time is of the essence. So let me just say you're blessed, ladies. You're highly favored. And I just know that each and every day you are walking in your full value and you are rooted and grounded that tree that's planted by the rivers of living waters. You were so rooted in your righteousness Everything comes out of that righteousness and you know you're right before your creator. And you know, maybe today you'd say, but I'm not right before my creator. I hear that in my spirit. Let me just say, all you have to do is call out to him. Call out. Say, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I Believe that you died for my sins, and I am asking you to come in and be my Lord and Savior. And Holy Spirit, I am asking you to come and infill me and to lead and to guide me into all truth. You know, all you have to do is have a simple conversation with Him from your heart to Him, out of your mouth. Just speak it, have a conversation. Say, Creator, Father God, my Creator, I know that you have formed and fashioned me. And I am trusting and I'm yielding to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I am asking for the infilling of the Holy Spirit to come and help equip me. And let me tell you, Your life will never, ever be the same again. And if you happen to pray any of those prayers, I'm asking you to please contact me. Please let me know. And I promise I will get information, good, healthy, good information into your hands that will help you grow those relationships, those, the understanding of your heavenly father, your creator, understanding of just what Jesus did and all the fullness of your identity in him and just what the empowering filling of the Holy Spirit is to walk out in your life. So you can do that. You can get with me at spellmanministries at gmail.com. So please just jot me a, a, an email and let me know that you um, prayed uh, to accept Jesus as your Lord and, and, and Savior, or you've, you've prayed to have the Holy Spirit um, come and be your helper. I would love nothing more than to um, help you in your new journey. And um, all you ladies out there, remember, you're crowned in His glory. 